Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But the days of searching the shelves for hidden gems and overlooked call classics is never ending. Join us while we drown in a sea of streaming options and ask the question, what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank. I'm Scott. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> oh, you got your water bottle that says come. <laughs> How exciting. Isn't it amazing? Let me get the <laughs> Smile. Actually, shout out to uh, Winslow Dumain at winslowdumain.com. He's a stand-up comedian on Instagram. Dude's funny as hell and metal as fuck. I got a water bottle that is a cum jug. <laughs> Kelly wouldn't have liked it if I got the one that said piss on it and is piss colored. Uh, because I think it's too... Uh, yeah, there's just something... Too describey. Yeah, certain fluids are fine. But cum... <laughs> Come jug, and it's been getting me to drink more water. I like look at it, and I'll be like, ah, yeah. and then I drink water. So, that's good. <laughs> I'm sure that's a trick someone else has used in the past. Yeah, just just it's good. <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> uh, High in protein. Yeah, dude, jogging with that one. Just every time you take a drink, make sure it's you know. Oh, what? when I finally go back to the gym, because every time I decide to go to the gym, they're like, COVID is really high, and I'm like, fucking yeah. They fuck up a lot. Yeah. So I, uh, when I do go back, I'm bringing the cum bottle for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your distance, bitches. Yeah. But then they're going to see how hard you're going on that elliptical and they're going to jump on the wagon. But I love it. His, uh, his Instagram is at calculations and he followed me originally and he got me. He's like, <laughs> excellent research work there, friend. Like, I was like, holy shit, I want everything that guy makes. And I got a free sticker with it that says Gatorade should be thicker. Ooh! <laughs> did you ever see it when i ha- you know everybody's got the stick figure families on the back yeah i saw one i want it's a couple and a pile of money instead of children <laughs> oh mine was a guy with like a kitchen knife and everybody's little sticks were cutting pieces and there was blood everywhere i traded in the car with that sticker on the back window <laughs> oh man yeah i really want the one that's like a stick figure and it's like two smiling stick figures holding hands and a pile of money pile of money yeah <laughs> no at the time i was just like yeah i had it <laughs> the guy was like you didn't take that off i'm like i'm trading it in y'all can take it it's off your fucking problem yeah. now now the next thing i traded in the guy was like yeah we did donuts last night like good, good use of it man way to go right on fucking with my shit but it's not my shit anymore so it's all good yeah you gotta get your kicks where you can oh with your old car yeah <laughs> no i had that single cab truck what did you watch this week oh dude i finished the chernobyl tapes oh is it the documentary one yeah it's actual footage that the russians took during the disaster because i kind of want to see that they initially started because you know heavy on the propaganda over there back in the 80s you know so <laughs> yeah they were they were <laughs> just a you know just a touch so what happened was the government wanted to film everything to show how safe and how great the cleanup was going oh but wow what cool. they ended up getting was just all of the disaster on film but it's crazy because cool. if you watch the series you know chernobyl on hbo based on true events but if you look deeper into it you found out you know some of it was stretched here and there you know for our entertainment yeah you know to draw you in but no this was actual yeah, footage God, the, yeah like i was saying last time really boring if you weren't into it oh see i was into it though so i was yeah, fine same i was fine i watched it and then this documentary though i i had done some extra digging after so i was like why not it's different to see it you know i hadn't seen that much in other documentaries just because this was what they were filming from the inside yeah 
Oh, I also... Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. <laughs> that Skinwalker Ranch, was it a show thing that you watched that you were like, it was more like Ghost Hunters and people had bought the The thing? one that I watched was, I think there was one reality show before it. I honestly think there was. No, there, fuck, there may not have been, but this one, it's two seasons now. Okay. Yeah, I came across that today and I was like, what? And then I was like, wait a minute, I think uh, Frank said something. No, it's just that bullshit, because that's another one that I watched. A fucking, I watched a treasure hunting show on Netflix, something ADAC pirates of i don't even fucking remember the name it was eight episodes oh i think i saw i came across that yeah i was looking for stuff to watch a lot this week if you've ever watched the curse of oak island that was another old man treasure hunting show same shit different day oh yeah they're like oh i think we have something over here and then it's like what is that what is that cut to commercial or that's there you gotta wait till the next fucking episode think fuck they're already all out because it's stupid shit yeah it's never anything but spoiler alert, they actually fucking find gold in this one. So if you want to see one where they find something, fucking this ADAC, when it's eight episodes, it goes pretty quick. Yeah, I was just happy to see gold. All the other ones, the Curse of Oak Island, these rich-ass brothers just tear up this fucking island that people have been tearing up for like 100 years. They didn't find shit, though? These guys keep digging up. They're like, oh, that's wood. That can be from a ship or a treasure chest. like watching chest. guys look for Bigfoot. Yeah, or it's like, oh, oh there's, I hear the knocking. Yeah, or that could be from the fucking wooden <laughs> scaffolding they built in the 40s when they were searching for gold here before. Yeah. Because that's the thing. They're digging up all this land that's been dug up over and over and over again. Yeah. Where the fuck is, if there was anything, you fuckers have buried it even deeper, fucked it up in the process. Yeah, just covering ground somebody else already has done. Yeah, and I do just keep watching them in case there's a good one one day. Did anyone ever find that, remember that guy who buried treasure somewhere out west? He died and left like a scavenger hunt for it, but nobody ever found his fucking gold? I've only seen Without a Paddle once. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I don't don't think I know that one. Same, I've only seen it once too. But I remember enjoying it. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen parts here and there. I've seen parts. Uh, I think I've only done one full sit through on that one, though. But no, um, no. Do where it was like out west. I I can't even remember. I I shouldn't have brought it up because I don't remember all the details of it. But I remember some guy passed away and he left a treasure somewhere for people to find. (laughs) And uh, people were looking for it for a really long time. But I don't know if anyone ever found it. Okay, who's the guy who jumped from the plane? What's D.B. Cooper? Oh, D.B. Cooper, yeah. So I did watch something on that again this last week also. Oh, really? Like something newer? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because... There was was a documentary series about... Or a documentary about it. Not in the last like year or so. Yeah, there was one that was sliced. The, the one that you told me about that I did watch. Oh, on you HBO. did watch that one. Okay, I did yeah. watch that one. There was did some... you feel like it was the crossdresser? All the suspects are dead. That's the problem with it. Yeah, that. that's the problem. You know, I felt kind of strongly about the little girl who said her uncle and, or was it two uncles? Something like that. Like they were gone, then they showed up. One of them was real beat up and they were acting real secret. Oh, that was a some... good one too. Yeah. I, I think it's. Man, I kind of think he landed and dressed up like a woman and went about his fucking day. Uh, Possibly. Because back then, people would not have noticed. Eh, Maybe. I don't know. I'd really like to go back, and I wonder how many people in drag there were walking around back then that nobody was Well, maybe back then they didn't even know what to look for? Yeah. Wasn't on the radar yet? Yeah, because I feel like... uh, the only reason it comes up as often as it does now is because we're so aware of it. But <laughs> back when, like, J. Edgar Hoover time, where yeah. he <laughs> ousted him for wearing yeah, pantyhose and did, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, he was being a real dick at the time, <laughs> the no, McCarthy I mean, he, era. Yeah, there was a lot of sketch going on. Super sketch. Definitely super sketch. But the D.B. Cooper, when I was trying to tell Olympia about it, and I, I kept calling him D.B. Sweeney. <laughs> 
<laughs> the fucking actor from like the 80s and 90s yeah. who was in a lot of shit. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this guy D.B. Sweeney jumped out of a plane. And then I start picturing him from Fire in the Sky. <laughs> like, and I'm like, it wasn't D.B. Sweeney. I only remember it most of the time because uh, Twin Peaks takes place Northwest, mm-hmm. Dale Cooper, D.B. Cooper. Those are the leaps my brain makes to remember oh. that. I feel like... Lynch named him that for that reason. For that reason. But I don't know. (laughs) Everybody, let's meditate now. (laughs) Who goes to David Lynch's meditation retreats? Calm your mind. (laughs) Guided meditation by David Lynch. Oh, fuck. No, no, no. Dude, I... Other than uh, X-Files, though. Uh, oh, we got to the movie, watched the X-Files movie. Okay. It fucking holds up. So It's so good. The X-Files movie is great. And is this the, the first one? Yeah, but the season afterwards is where Vince Gilligan fully takes over. So you have the season after it's a Brian Cranston episode. We mm-hmm. watched that one. Where he has uh, to keep driving. Yeah, the Michael McKean one where he switches bodies. <gasps> That's right. Oh, so good. I know the Gary Shandling Taylone one's coming pretty soon. I, f- I feel like that was around the time Taylone had a that Naked Truth sitcom. It was called The Naked Truth. That's oh shit. Yeah, man, I remember weird shit about musty TV. Well, that was like the first place where you <laughs> saw her though. Pretty yeah, much, for sure. Well, the reason I remember is there was like a fucking jingle for that show that was like Ta 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 Taylone. No, no, no. Um, uh, it came on right before the single guy. <laughs> The single guy. <laughs> With the guy from Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Dude. You never see that guy anymore. Is that Jonathan Silverman? Yes. Nice. Yeah. I was trying to think of his name. I couldn't do it. Well, see, there's uh, Jonathan Silverman. Hang on. I got to drink some cum. <laughs> It'll never get old. Well, and you know, because it was him and Andrew McCarthy. Was that the other Weekend at Bernie's? Andrew McCarthy? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, and both of the... And Mannequin. Fucking and Andrew I still, McCarthy to this and Mannequin. I cannot remember who played... Bernie. He was like a random guy. If anything, I think he was in other movies as like a mob guy. Was it the same guy in both movies? I'm not. I I love Weekend at Bernie's as far as a memory goes, but that's one of those I'm afraid to rewatch it because I was like, that's not going to be as good. (laughs) 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 That's not going to hold up the same. Fucking. And then uh, I watched uh, Nocturne on Amazon Prime. Nocturne. The music school. Yes, that is fucking trippy. That was kind of nuts. A little long. Special effects were a little not what I wanted. But it had that, it. that evil it feel. It had that feel to it. You know what What was weird was I was like, I'll watch that. And then uh, Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria is in that. And then today I was looking for a movie and I was like, erotic thriller. And so I watched <laughs> fucking The Voyeurs while I was working. Oh, on Amazon Prime. And uh, I haven't she, seen that yeah, yet. Yeah, she's in that too. She's in that too? I liked the voyeurs though it's it's a little long did you like it more than nocturne i liked it more than deep water same kind of movie i liked it a lot more though the story was much more complex characters were more compelling it just did you get frustrated when you were watching it did you get that feeling of frustration during the voyeurs yeah no no, no. oh during deep water yes, yes you know very what much. i mean do you know what i like mean? i was like something needs to fucking happen yeah like, there was too much injury just like why the fuck is he okay with this like i get what that why he was but i'm like well, why is he still and then i'm like well he's not <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, being very vague, but watch that one. It's, it, it's all but right. But this one had what I wanted. It was erotic, extremely erotic. And uh, it was, oh, it's called The Voyeurs. Yeah. I mean, it's about people watching their neighbors fuck. Yeah. Uh, but straight up, the kind of twisty Hitchcock stuff to it at the Ooh. end was really great. 
I, re- I really liked it. Even the absurd parts of it, I was like, you earned it. <laughs> because it kept me watching. Yeah, you can do it. It's fine. I stopped wanting to pay attention to work and just watch the movie. And it wasn't just because there was a bunch of titties. It was a good movie. It was a good story. Yeah. And uh, not everyone was great in it. Other than her, I don't recognize anyone in it except for Mrs. Kim from Kim's Convenience, who is her boss. And I love Kim's Convenience. I've watched a couple. It wasn't hooking me, but I wasn't against it. Oh, man, I loved it. I l- wasn't drawing me in super, but I, I watched it. I, I chuckled. I like that old guy. <laughs> I love all the old people. You in that would show. like the old guy. The fucking guy who plays their like minister in the beginning of it, who's always stealing stuff from people. Like he steals this guy. He's like, oh, I like your hat. And he like puts it on his head and just leaves. I don't remember that. He's like they're the priest at their uh, church. <laughs> and he just takes shit. <laughs> yeah, he just awesome. keeps stealing stuff from the store and leaving. And they don't know how to tell him not to. But it's a really recognizable Asian actor. I want to say he was a, uh, he plays a lot of police detectives. But it was weird because she was in this and she didn't have an accent. They're Canadian, but like. Uh, a? <laughs> yes. <laughs> B. did you watch anything else dude i mean there were little things in there like i said i watched a fucking treasure hunting show that's where i was at the other day because my back pain started acting up because i'm an old man we watched cat's eye oh with drew barrymore as a kid yes and it was because kelly made me watch a movie called trilogy of terror uh-huh. Which was three short Richard Matheson stories with I think the I've seen the cover. writer from uh, Twilight Zone, the guy who adapted a lot of those Richard Matheson and Harlan Ellison stories for the Twilight Zone. But this was all with an old actress named Karen Black, and uh, she played a part in every one. Weirdly similar to Cat's Eye. Oh. But uh, was James Woods in Cat's Eye? Sorry, James Woods was in Quitters Inc. Okay, which was the first Stephen King story I ever read. Yeah, it scared the fuck out of me <laughs> because I was like, "What the fuck?" Because yeah. they're like, "We'll cut off your wife's little finger." And I was like, what, "What the fuck?" I, was, I think I was ten, you know. <laughs> but I read that like you that, gotta learn sometime. Those were like some of the first Stephen King things I ever read, and uh, both of those first two are in there. The other one's The Ledge, which has uh, I forget the actor's name. He played the Baron Harkonnen. From the original Dune movie. I can't picture it in my face. And I almost watched that recently. But it was also the guy from Airplane. Not Leslie Nielsen. The guy with the drinking problem? is in Creepshow. Yeah. But the the other guy from Airplane is... He's the tennis instructor that's cheating with the wife. And he has to walk around the ledge of the building. Yeah. Wait. Is like the main guy from Airplane? Yeah. The main dude. It's on HBO. It's worth a rewatch. Yeah. No, no. It's been a while. It's very much a Stephen King commercial. Like Christine hits... The Drew Barrymore one is the the cat. cat. That saves her. Yeah, but the cat goes through all of them. That's right, because then there's the mansion. Yeah, and weirdly, there's like a Drew Barrymore's calling to the cat. It helped me. And then the last one was the the weird little elf in the wall. And that was what she she told me this trilogy of terror thing scared the shit out of her because this lady buys this weird little African doll and it mm-hmm. says like don't break the chain or it'll come to life and the soul of a hunter is inside of it and so this little ridiculous looking doll attacks like just and but Karen Black fucking sold that shit man I, the doll looks so bad I I can say with you know a good amount of confidence I've seen the cover it I just for haven't sure seen it. inspired child's play like you absolutely think? and it, it was before child's play? child's play yeah mm. yeah this is like 60s 70s i want to say mm. it felt like things i watched when i was a kid that i really liked tales from the dark side kind of stuff like the tv show not the movie yeah but i'd almost like to do a series of uh where we just watch some anthologies you creep know? show or creep show trick or treat tales from the hood tales from the hood <laughs> cat's eye is great um uh, no t- they're 
Tales from the Dark Side really fucked me up when I was Tales a kid. from the Dark Side. I'd yeah. like to rewatch that. I'm try- The only one I can think of is the Steve Buscemi Christian Slater with the gargoyle. Uh, yeah, whatever's the crate. Wait, wasn't that the crate? I think Steve Buscemi's the crate. Christian Slater is the gargoyle or the mummy. No, is the crate the mummy? See, we we would need to. Yeah, fuck it. it. We ah. we need refreshers. Yeah, but that's the th- there's so many. Startled me that time. <laughs> I didn't turn the volume down on it. That was mostly what I watched. I, I would think... recommend. I liked Nocturne. I'm glad you've seen it too. Yeah, I had to. It kept popping up, man. And I'm like, hey, it looks. I'm always into something vaguely Dario Argento. Uh-huh. You know, Dario Argento is definitely not always great, but uh, I really like that like art school horror movie trope. Well, the way that I the ballet school. Any movie the... that looks clean right now, like, did you see just how crisp it was? Oh, it just looked the... really good. You know, yeah. it was it was on the darker side. You know, they you know lots of blues and grays, but it's fine. Um, and I was kind of like, why is this girl, other than her having big boobs and being twenty four years old, like I couldn't figure out why she was in a lot of things. She's not the most prominent character necessarily, or fleshed out character in she's got the look of innocence man choosing stuff that is cool at least yeah no no i I think she does great in that movie it but i'd be interested in what you thought of the voyeurs maybe maybe put that in the back i'll check it out i'll check check it out out. but yeah that one it was just the right amount of dark to me you know because it wasn't trying to be this horror movie but there was definitely something and and again i wasn't trying to like follow euphoria characters careers it's just, just happened i realized that's just the way my brain works like that's where it goes is it follows the thread like this week's movie i had just watched stranger things and i was like that's steve steve because this week we watched spree i watched it and then it was immediately like i have to make frank watch this so yeah and you know not that in real life i would ever do anything crazy (laughs) but there's certain movies like this that flip a switch in me where i get excited (laughs) like i don't agree with what he's doing this was really funny too yeah he just he fucking everybody hits that breaking point huh i guess i don't know this was a this is a fascinating thing that i couldn't fully relate to and i i liked seeing somebody like make this a horror movie follow me at squirts world <laughs> did you love the way she put squirts i love i i really liked this movie and you know it's not like we were trying this movie out yeah. sometimes i feel like we should scope some of these out to try to not get another witches in the woods even though that was a fun conversation to have it was a solid chain won't won't be broken by you're a good really still hung up on that that's just one of those just <laughs> do people not even know what a chain feels like god <laughs> we're gonna be like 75 years old and you're gonna be like you know hood. <laughs> when they had hood ornaments on cars people thought that they could break chains with them but they can't hood ornament of cars breaker of chains if you make a movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me a summary frank uh yeah and fucking what does it take to be a continuity guy? A continuity guy? Yeah. Like the person who Who checked. makes sure that fucking hood ornaments don't break chains. And who can just and make sure that it, everybody's wearing the same clothes as the last scene. I, th- I think a, there has to be an on-set person, and then yeah. the rest is the editor. Well, and then the thing is, it's like then you're that person running around taking pictures of everybody in their costume, like everybody in their outfit. They get a PA to do that or something, you know? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's uh, it's always you want to do it. You would take it very seriously. Oh yeah, I'd be like, uh, turn to the left. Bruce Campbell isn't as dirty in this scene as he was in the last. (laughs) Why doesn't he have he has blood on the other side of his face now? I need to hear the crazy laugh. No. um... I just want to see lots of shaking right now. No, I love Bruce Campbell's laugh. So this is Spree. Scott's like, dude. 
we saw this, watched it. You get what I was saying, though. Yeah. Like, I, when, as soon as I watched it, I was like, this is a Frank movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, is it found footage? It is now. What else could you do with found footage now? It would be unbelievable to be like, we found all these high eight tapes. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, and so now I guess, yes, yeah, you know, as we progress in society, found footage includes the cloud. and and these people live on the internet yeah the duality of the human race with who you are on the internet and who you are in real life is just mind-blowing to me yeah and not like this has anything to do with um oh my god why am i drawing a blank there Uh, assassination nation no backup joel murray oh uh yeah uh God bless America. God bless America. How can I not fucking remember that? It was just fucking Independence Day, too. It was right on the tip of my fucking tongue. I could not get it out of my mouth. That's what she said. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing. If if you uh, are triggered easily, maybe you won't like this movie. But also, like, it's uh, to talk about stuff like that or to be overly sensitive, when will be a good time? Yeah. Never. I'm through with the fucking oversensitivity. I'm liberal as fuck, but, like, the oversensitivity is starting to fucking kill me. Yeah, either regulate the crazy boner having white guys fucking guns or like (laughs) you know or buy them all hookers or something what the fuck yeah i mean yeah there's no like we can all be nice and love each other without being overly fucking sensitive yeah but i'm just saying the only way to deal with all the darkness is to laugh about it a little bit and i think this movie did it yeah which spree does you know this movie rideshare driver kurt kunkel kunkel (laughs) <laughs> otherwise uh you know you might know him from kurt's world 96 at kurt's world 96 um hashtag the lesson <laughs> hashtag the lesson damn <laughs> good one um hashtag wtf uno anyway sorry we'll get there. um played by joe keery of stranger things steve you know love the hair desperately posts into social media obscurity for a decade trying to get famous i mean this dude's posting like everything and you can tell you know probably started a little younger it felt really genuine too if you go into watching some of those like nobody's watching these people they did a really good job of these yeah it was it's in line with real life in a way you know his only friend that you see in the movie is a kid who used to babysit who's now online famous bobby Basecamp. he's famous for pranking homeless people and stealing people's phones it's like the dumb shit that people get internet famous for oh, right i wanted now. to punch that kid it's so the epitome bad. of like the little shit who's making a ton of money right now kurt resurfaces online announcing he'll be starting what he hashtags the lesson so kurt was posting all the time but something happened in his life he's like hey i'm kind of down things happen but then out of nowhere here he is hashtag the lesson he outfits his car with cameras for live streaming injects cases of bottled water with poison and sets off on a day-long passenger murder spree this was definitely premeditated i guess if you read a description of the movie or saw the cover i mean you know what's coming at this point you're like fuck kurt's gonna try and get some views well, that return video in the beginning of it where he's like, hey, guys, after like he'd stopped for years. Oh, and then he's on like the side of the road. Yeah, he looks really frustrated. Oh, that one. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. The whole time he's streaming, he's posting how to videos about building an audience. In his mind, he knows what he needs to do to get followers, <laughs> but he's not getting followers. And that's one of those things that's just kind of putting it in your face like this guy doesn't get it. He picks up an Instagram famous stand up comedian, Jesse, played by real life stand up Sasha Zamata. She's awesome, and she just has a glow about her. Fit in very well with the character in the movie, I thought. Uh, she almost drinks the tainted water, but leaves the ride early to escape the advances of douchey alpha male carpool passenger. God, that guy was so douchey. He was so douchey. He was perfect for that. So there was already a passenger in the car when he picks up the comedian. The douchebag actually lets Kurt know, hey, that's Jesse. You don't know Jesse? And he's like, oh, shit. Like, she's got a following. It's clicking in Kurt's head. Scrolling through Jesse's feed as the lesson continues for an audience of just Bobby Basecamp. Bobby Basecamp's the only viewer of this whole streaming session that 
that Kurt has set up. Kurt becomes frustrated by her success as well as Bobby's heckles. Because Bobby's just fucking with him the whole time during the stream. You know that Bobby doesn't give a fuck about Kurt. And it sucks because that's like Kurt's only friend. And it's his fucking kid he used to babysit. <laughs> who's now a douchebag. The worst was, remember we tried to give his dad that hat? Yeah. And he like wouldn't put it on. Yeah, and the dad. He takes another hat off and then won't put his hat on. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> up my DJ game. We're going to set tonight at the club. <laughs> So Bobby's heckles start to build up. He drives to Bobby's house and confronts him, stabbing him to death on Bobby's live stream, therefore co-opting his followers and stealing his gun. Finally gaining the momentum he's always dreamed of, but sidetracked by having to give his junky failed DJ father, played by David Arquette, a ride to a gig at a strip club. It was nice to see David Arquette. It was. Outside of a video game. Oh yeah, he's in the quarry, isn't he? David Arquette's in the quarry. Can't wait to play the quarry. Hear good things. Not going to pay $70 for the yeah, quarry. Yeah, I'm going to wait till that one gets a little bit cheaper. Yeah. And the 10 hour game? And you're big on the story games i'm not that big at it but it, uh, it looks like a great one i loved it did you play until dawn no oh it's fucking great no and if you're was... into horror movies until dawn is the shit yeah the, the video games that involve stories i don't have the attention span of time right now to really enjoy the that's way the I thing should. is when until dawn came out it's 10 hours long it may, it may have been eight i red boxed it finished it in two days yeah that's the way to go <laughs> not paying 70 dollars for the quarry continue <laughs> yes um he decides to give his dad a ride to the strip club because he finds out dj uno is going to be there and his dad's like hey i'll get dj uno to give you a shout out even though he has no idea who dj uno is. no he just hears this from his dad and then like oh she's got followers he's like oh followers liable yeah well all the followers that what's funny is to find out like that kid's followers are all monsters. yeah while killing bobby base camp <laughs> egged on by his new audience uh he gives sex tape famous japanese dj uno a ride to a taco stand i think she was korean she might have been korean korean yeah korean dj uno i mean japanese dj uno she i don't think she was in la that night <laughs> no um <laughs> there's a run-in with the police kurt has a fucking flip out on his dad in the club because he's like this isn't a fucking club this is a strip club but dj uno's there but she doesn't want to give him the time of day after a run-in with the police uh resulting in the death of an officer the spree app shuts down everybody's catching on people are actually seeing it spree at this point in the story they're they get wind of it and they're shutting it down so curtis chased to a climax starting at jesse's comedy show where he was planning some shit um this ends at kurt's house when we get to talking about the big finale we'll warn you in case we've convinced you to watch this movie so we'll give you a little bit of a heads up spree was written my mouth is dry already <laughs> do you need some cum <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, Spree was written with Gene McHugh by director Eugene Kotlarenko, who, along with Curie, watched hundreds of hours of bad and unwatched live streams by internet fame hopefuls. So it sounds like they did their research. Yeah, that's got to be hard to watch. When we get to the negative reviews about it, more than one negative reviewer brought up how you should just watch 8th grade. No, 8th grade was really boring. <laughs> what the fuck was 8th grade? It was Bo Burnham's movie about like a 13-year-old girl. And it was very right on. I never saw it. it was one it. of those things like, I fucking hated Lady Bird. God, it was boring. Yeah, Lady Bird didn't get me. I, you know, that one back uh, years ago, 13, Evan Rachel Wood. That one got, I liked that one. I feel like that one was a little more intense, a little yeah. more real. Holly Hunter. 
and yeah, really you good throw Holly it. Hunter in there. Yeah, good mom at the time. I'm barren. <laughs> Sorry, I love Raising Arizona. I fucking love Holly Hunter. Yeah, I think she's great. What was the movie where she was kind of cuckoo crazy? Raising Arizona. I mean, yeah, she is a little bit there. I feel. Oh, what's the one? The Big White with Robin Williams. Wasn't she like the crazy ass oh, wife? Fuck yeah, I forgot about that movie completely. That's where she was. Cuckoo. I always think of. I'm sorry, it took me. Yeah. Raising Arizona and Always. Always. Richard Dreyfus dies. He's Holly Hunter's husband or boyfriend or something like that and he comes back he's like a ghost oh that one's 80s uh, john huh? goodman's in it I yeah say. that's a that's yeah. an 80s movie isn't it yeah all yeah. this is good it's a good flick no no i haven't seen that one since i was a child same i think and uh, no i may watch that when i was at the video store and the big white was something i rented from blockbuster at one point in life i rented that from a video store to watch it the first time i feel like at some point everything we watched was from a video store <laughs> dude i had hbo I, I, I did go. not. Just CBS. <laughs> <laughs> For the first 10 years of my existence. Do you remember my mom had that one boyfriend who knew how to change the things in the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... that's. It I was... always wanted to know somebody like that, but... Yeah, it was... In the 90s, apparently, to get cable, they had these fucking things in the cable lines and the telephone poles that looked like CO2 cartridges for a pellet gun. Oh, man. Or no, like whippets. We had the roof antenna. Oh, yeah, no. My mom dated this guy who's an engineer and he had these things. They looked like whippets. I remember when you came over to my house at some point and you were like, how are you getting UPN so clear? And I was like, we have a roof antenna. And you were like, who has a roof antenna? We brought it with us from From West West Virginia. Virginia. (laughs) Took it off our fucking house. And I was like, what if they don't have a roof antenna? And then I had like better signal than everybody else. And they were like, what the fuck, man? Oh, yeah. It was the weirdest damn thing. Yeah, I didn't get that channel that clear. That's for sure. Our neighbors were looking at me like I was nuts when I was putting that on the roof. (laughs) Like this isn't the country. In like 1998. (laughs) Which already was way past that. But yeah, this movie, fucking crazy. It was one of those, if you read the description or saw the cover, you knew where it was going to go. You knew the direction it was going to head. But it was put together nicely for what it was. It was deeply funny. Yeah, and very relatable to pop culture now and the the demands of social media and feeling wanted and feeling desired. I think if anyone else had played this dude, Kurt, other than uh, Mm -hmm. Joe Keery, this movie would not have been as great. Well, and I don't know if it was his natural posture, but when they did like the profile shot of him driving in the driver's seat, did you just notice like the slight hunch in the back? Just the, I loved it when they would show that side shot. I felt like I was feeling the character, like where he was at. Yeah, he did that really, God, in the shower, when he he has the blood all over him after he kills Bobby. He's so excited. Yeah, and he's like, we did it, guys. And it was so sincere that covered in blood, we've been following the bad guy for a whole movie, which you can't always do well. You know, you really have to to get some, me to relate to someone. Because I kept thinking of, I love reading about horrible, horrible things. Mm-hmm. So I immediately went to, I can't remember his name. I should have looked it up. Uh, that incel in California that killed, he killed like four pe- four women. I feel like that was part of the the genesis of this idea was that guy that was like one of the first but instead of sex it was a social media it was a an attention thing instead of a sexual thing this was a purely like you felt bad for the way this kid came up you know his dad was a dick wouldn't put his fucking hat on (laughs) his mom was like uh just kind of in the background at that one point in the movie when he called his dad a fucking loser did he call his mom like a star fucker or something? He called his mom a star fucker to Misha Barton, who was almost unrecognizable. I hadn't seen her in so long that I was like, oh, Kelly pointed it out that it was Misha Barton. That uh, was Misha Barton in the front seat? In the front seat when the two were doing cocaine in the back seat? Yeah, I ca- I had a name for that little squad. What was it? I, I like I wrote down a note for like what I fucking, for the, the squad name. Yeah, but that was Misha Barton in the front seat. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Was Misha Barton the one from the OC? 
Yeah, she's just not like rail skinny. That's and, awesome. I, she's I, I not a she looked really fucking good. twig. Yeah, she looked good. But definitely older than him. Oh, she was thirsty for that. It was weird. For I that had Kurt, no fucking for Kurt's idea. World 96. Yeah, Kurt's, at Kurt's World 96. <laughs> or as Jesse said, at Squirt's World. Squirt's World. She calls him that every time she sees him. <laughs> oh, I called him the three Instabots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very likable though. All yeah. of like I would be like I'd hang out with those people. Yeah, no, I mean night. that one dude was fabulous as fuck doing key bumps in the back seat. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was ready to party. Uh, so was his little counterpart. And then homegirl in the front seat. They were down to do some crazy they shit. They weren't super annoying either. No, I mean what was interesting was that first guy he kills in the very beginning of the movie. Who was the white supremacist? He was like a like alt right dick. Yeah, he was like trying to get him like say it, pr- say you're proud. You know, and entering on that note made it easier to like yeah. what Kurt was doing. And then the next lady doesn't deserve it at all. The real estate agent? The real estate agent. Other than letting balloons go and being dismissive. <laughs> yeah. She um, didn't do anything. She just immediately drinks the water and passes out in the seat. Technically, guys, that's litter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they sold that one a little bit. And then next guy is douchebag with the the super deep v and the feather yeah, the bro who's just looking to fuck who's on his way to a bar to meet a tinder yeah. date i tell you man overly manicured beard watch the fuck out yeah very and didn't he have a chain i think he, he had, a, had chain a chain with like a metal feather on it a yeah. deep v and then like a longer chain and you could see him coming yeah i could smell that guy I, coming I read, just watching him on the screen i read some stuff about this movie and apparently that guy like went and got like three spray tans before he did this part oh, awesome for the part nice so you gotta you gotta no that's he, fine he nailed that character yeah sure. he had a good <laughs> so yeah the first passenger was the alt-right white supremacist piece of shit so you didn't feel bad for that guy at all yeah but it was a good entry point for it because you were like wow oh, fuck this guy yeah you know and uh, that guy had it coming. Mm-hmm. And I, well, I mean, he didn't have it coming, but he. <laughs> and I can appreciate it didn't show. You didn't dis- feel bad about the body it. disposal. You know, it just kind of changed yeah. scenes, and he's driving, talking again. Kurt's just back at it. And really, the body's gone from the back seat. You're like, oh, okay, one down. Yeah, same with the real estate agent. You don't know what he's doing with him. Yeah. I assume it had something to do with that dump his family used to own or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was almost expecting to have him all lined up at the mom's house in some fun game at the end. The director was really careful not to make you hate him. Mm-hmm. He was very careful with the sincerity of it. So, okay, before he even starts on the lesson, you knew he killed the mom, right? I knew he killed the mom the second watch. You didn't get it the first time? No, I didn't really. There Did was, you it's notice? such a barrage in the beginning of that movie uh-huh. of like, you know, all these clips of him like doing the, the stuff and... And, you know, posting these videos before and then like they had all those little asides. Uh, I tend to like not try to figure movies out like that. Really? I want to especially I feel like I can't control it. The reason I've been watching all these movies twice before we do this is because that first time Mm -hmm. I am. I like watching them better when I'm not. So did you catch the for sale sign in that shot, though, in the bottom corner? I did catch the for sale sign. Because he had mentioned that he was going through some stuff. I noticed that when he gets to Bobby's house, he tells him he has seven kills. You only got six. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a continuity error. And then I was like, oh, fuck. The other one's his mom. That, oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, that's good attention to detail right there. Yeah. Really good. So I didn't even notice that he said seven when he got to Bobby's. Yeah, he was like, but I mean, I-, I got seven. Well, see, and that's well, he thing. had said earlier that six was the most a rideshare driver had ever gotten. And when he was talking about that, I knew exactly he was talking about John Dalton. Real life? That was the guy who said that his Uber app was 
speaking oh, to, him. to him. Yes. And he's killed four old ladies, like all of them over 60. Was and that on a documentary? Like a, uh, I just remember it being in the news. I watched it on a documentary. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, because there was one. It was like this group of like older ladies and like one granddaughter outside of a restaurant or something like that. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, I think the granddaughter survived, and uh, the, it just the, sucks. the old ladies all died, and then but they were like looking for that guy all night. From what I was reading about it, Uber could have stopped some of that. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have tracked that guy down faster. But I don't know. I don't know anything about that. No, sometimes just not some, enough some oversight. Where engineer could probably explain better to me how they could have figured it out faster. What was weird was I wanted to find. I was like, more stuff should have inspired this. I did look it up, and they did. He did get the idea when he was reading about John Dalton. Oh, and he was like, "Oh, that's fucked up." But what if it was this kid who wanted to be, you know, and he wanted to pull all of what's into this into the movie? And I thought that was really neat. <laughs> and being who I, because that was in Kalamazoo, I think, Michigan man just don't listen to the voices yeah. <laughs> like update the app <laughs> get rid of the voices <laughs> fix the glitch dude version 3.1.07.4 updated but man he sold that like terrible social media like awkward guy yeah thing really well it was, it was cool to see i've never seen him in anything else so no nope, i was neither. i was excited to see him do something no different. it was good and i play, and i think he played it so well and i just that scene just anytime it showed him from the side just his posture on that steering wheel i felt him and normally i don't say that unless somebody's drugged me yeah but let me be perfectly clear we're following the villain of this movie yeah as, as bad as they made you feel for him that, he's, but he's that's a bad. good villain man yeah you, you gotta feel a little bit you gotta humanize him a little I mean, bit he had this fucked up life the parents divorced i feel like he blamed the dad more than the mom but the mom obviously wasn't he definitely killed mom first and yeah didn't seem concerned about popping dad off when he picked him up or anything like that he just seemed to find dad as an annoyance yes. that's the thing with dudes though we no matter how much we hate our dads we want to be proud of us yeah <laughs> Because uh, me and you, not the greatest male role models when we were growing up. No, no. And and Kurt, Kurt's dad was no different. And David Arquette. Jesus. I love David Arquette, though. And he's still hanging in there. It's really Scream really solidified him as me being like, that's a good dude. <laughs> you know, I love Eight-Legged Freaks, but <laughs> that's like the monster truck movie of giant spiders. I don't know. <laughs> Anytime it's like something that comes after everyone. Yeah, I, I, I love it. Like the bees. Did you ever see the bees? I never saw the bees. Me and my grandfather watched the bees. That was the first time I witnessed an adult just mystery science theater a movie all the way through. It was my grandfather run from the bees? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like sick. But yeah, I read that the director and him did all those all nighters watching all those streamers studying up because man they nailed that shit. Also, I and I thought about it in the middle of the movie was I was like god, how long did it take to write all these comments? Like that, that all the comments up on the screen. I, I thought about that when the in the uh John Chow did a movie where like his daughter's missing. It was another kind of like found I saw that footage. One. It was good. Um that cuz that was the guy from like Harold and Kumar and all that. Yeah, was the yeah, John Chow. John oh. Chow. John Chow. He directed that? He's in it. <laughs> no, I thought you said he directed it. Oh, no, no, no. He's just in it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he did that movie. All right. Uh, and that found footage movie, technically, at this point. Yeah. He turned into an internet sleuth. Yeah. I can think of other killers that were sort of like that. Do you remember in Canada, there was the guy who was, he's trying to make a Star Wars fan movie, and he was, but he was like really into Dexter, and no. they called him the Dexter killer. But this guy was like picking up 
he was catfishing dudes as a woman to a garage. I think he killed two people, Dexter in them. Oh god! But like they didn't do anything wrong. They That's were just like, yeah, yeah. So they were just that? dudes on a. It was on so plenty did of he fish. not understand Dexter? It's really funny when you really get into it because I've listened to the recording of the police just making fun of this dude in the back seat after they arrest him. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Making Star Wars jokes, like good Star Wars jokes, at this fucking kid. And you can just feel the nerd rage in the backseat during the recording where yeah. they're just laughing at him. See, and I would never make fun of somebody like that because, I mean... If, if he's a piece of shit that killed two people... For no fucking reason other than he was really into Dexter. For sure, make fun of him. Like, I'm all about no, making I'm fun of about, serial man, killers. No, I'm talking about, man, you make fun of him to his face. Oh, he's no. going to remember you. And yeah. what if he gets out one day? Well, that's one of those things when, like, women were like, yeah, and I laughed at this guy's really small dick. And I'm like, that's how you make rapists. <laughs> like, don't fucking do I that. I mean... Jesus, yeah. Like, just keep that shit to yourself. Fire got fed somewhere down the line. Yeah. <laughs> and same happened with this character. You go back far enough, it's not necessarily this dude's fault. Because mm-hmm. if you go back far enough in any killer's life, somebody fucked that person up really bad. But after they do all that shit, it's time to make fun of them. Yeah. <laughs> I just wouldn't do it to their face, man. Because they're terrible. Even, like, BTK. A yeah. fucking piece of shit. I'd end up poetry. on the lipstick list, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 I did the Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm just doing my best to stay off the lipstick list. I'm not afraid to engage people in the real world when it comes to some shit. I mean, I'm normally not the instigator, but I will retaliate. Glad I caught that guy. <laughs> but the thing is, be aware of your surroundings. If you watch enough movies like this, I mean, I'm just saying, like, know when to overreact. <laughs> I, I, I really like that all the people in the, like, on the comment section mm-hmm. just don't believe that it's happening. Even Bobby is like bullshit yeah well and that's you know the fucking internet trolls of today yeah i mean that's the shit they don't even fucking know but it was fucking hilarious and like you're saying the time that they took to throw up all those responses every comment that was popping up on every stream through that whole movie yeah and at the climactic moments where they're fucking flying they really had to come up with some shit that was all over but it was, you read a lot of them right well that's the thing was i was reading it and i was like god i have to find out how long it took this guy to do this so it took him 40 all-nighters to write all the comments for this movie as this shit's going the down stuff going through the stream damn well and so, that's like he not only wrote a movie which is a feat in and of itself. Anybody who writes anything, if you wrote a whole thing, even if it's not good. It's a fucking accomplishment. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. This dude wrote a good movie, and then he wrote 40 days worth of comments, like all night, and kept the continuity all straight through the whole thing. It all had to do with each scene. It was really like happening as it was coming through. I don't know how he did that. Well, so, no, I'm, I'm glad you looked it up because it really was hitting me as I watched it. It's just like, wow, that's really good. He said roughly some of these 40 all-nighters. Do. Well, and it was awesome because every now and then, I mean, as crazy as I can be, I am. I do consider myself a reasonable person. And it was great when you'd see the reasonable comments in the in the, in yeah, the stream. Yeah. Because every now and then a lot of the time, the if I do comments, yeah, a lot of the time if I do read the comments on something, I'm looking for that voice of reason who, th- <laughs> and then watch them get immediately attacked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuckers. People are the worst. People are the worst. To some degree, I think that that that's kind of what this movie was about. Was we made this monster. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> in a big big way gotta have those followers gotta have those views yeah and as Get much those as views his parents up. did it and stuff like that like god i i'm i probably am not gonna have children in my life but i do not envy you sir <laughs> because i don't even know how you go about navigating that water That's a, when we were in middle school people were just getting nokia's oh yeah and i think uh 
I think the only reason I know as much about social media as I do, I mean, I do it for work now, but because MySpace was so prevalent when I was in a band. Tom. Yeah, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) No, the world that we live in today, it's... I. I don't even know what direction. I it's only going to get worse, right? And and when he picks up Jesse, she's very reasonable and but at first I was so proud of where that character was going to go if just she felt, "Nah, this is fucked up. Fuck that dude. You look weird." And Jesse is from a storytelling standpoint, the hero of the story the whole time. The hero's journey arc that happens in this movie mm-hmm. happens with a sub-character. So we're following the villain around, feeling bad for him and going on this weird emotional journey with him. You're not really sure what you're rooting for other than you're just getting, you know. I didn't know what I was like. I mean, I watched this movie to see this kind of rooting for him. But then there were those moments like when he was taking the shower and he had blood all over him. He's like, you guys, we did it. We did it. And love the trolls in there. What are you gay, bro? What? Because uh, oh, he's uh, in the shower. Because he's in the shower yeah. and it's like all these fucks on the attention to detail with the comments was crazy. It really was. And that's cool that you found it. That's fuck, man. So over a month. 40 days of all nighters writing comments. And I wonder if he had made the movie and then had to put them in. And so he, you know, because I'm sure like the big ones that influenced the story were written already. Well, into research comments, you don't have to go far. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm sure he didn't do any research for it. He fucking just picked something. But they did all seem like different voices and stuff like that. And some of them were just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's funny, the people who would tip and then like have a request. Yeah, they were like, fuck her. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? Mary fuck kill? Let's go ahead and get into the the last clip because we're about to. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're going to get into spoiler territory now. So from from then on, like when Uno like wakes up in the car and shoots that fucking cop. Also, she's not poisoned. No. What was the shit that he was drugging people with? I want to know what he was drugging them with. And then so she didn't drink the whole bottle, but I don't think alt right guy did either. But then I was like, well, she's this influencer DJ. Maybe it's maybe she has something in her system that offset it. Maybe she's just taking a lot of fucking Molly. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and that just wasn't enough to get her (laughs) knocked her out for it. You know, 20 minutes or something. Yeah. I mean, she was out cold. Fucking Kurt thought she was dead. Throws that fucking bottle out of the car. (laughs) That shit was (laughs) the way he throws it out. Yeah. Before that, he was standing in front of a cop after he ran over the (laughs) douchebag. Blood all over his car. And he is not concerned about that. Yeah, he's more pissed off that Bobby's telling him he doesn't have viewers. And the cop was so concerned with looking at his phone mm-hmm, that he, he's not even noticing there's this fucking frazzled, you know, younger guy next to him with fucking blood smeared on the windshield. Yeah, but fuck when Una wakes up. The reason when she first put the gun in her purse, do you think she was feeling sketchy about it, the situation, or do you think she just wanted to be like hard, like she was trying to act bad? She just looked very like I'm gonna keep this. Yeah, you okay, know, flip okay. it about it. Uh, yeah, that one I'm real loose on whatever the interpretation is there. She puts the fucking gun in her purse that Bobby that he had taken from Bobby, throws the water bottle like you were saying. Not the smartest move. No, but he was doing stuff like that the whole time. And it was oh. just to, like the exchange between the police there was really good. Friday nights, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Should we check it out? Yeah, Fuck downtown it. LA. Fucking it's like, no, just eat your fucking trailer, you know, your meal and get the fuck out of there. Well, in this case, the cops were right on the ball. Yeah. No, they really should have checked up. that dude out. So but maybe... then fucking Uno's the one who caps the cop. Well, she just fucking wakes up she and wakes up. sees the cop ah! and fucking shoots him. <laughs> oh. And then the... what do you do with Uno after that? 
you know, that was a real burn after reading George Clooney and Brad Pitt in the Closet moment. Yes, no! it was. Bah! It very much was. That's that's a good way to describe it. It was just very sudden, and you're like, Uno just shot the fucking cop. Well, the heat's off Kurt. Yeah, but then when uh, like after that, there's the the police chase and everything. I didn't think there was going to be an actual police chase. Yeah, and he but gets... then full on police chase. Yeah, and he got away. He got away, but then he fucking let the fucking little devil in the ear speak up, and he starts fucking plowing through the homeless. He was doing tents. that like I, and that's when you start to kind of feel like this dude isn't such a good dude. Yeah, no, because he's he's like I can do anything. What is he's I'm like, invincible? These people don't care about followers and stuff <laughs> like like they're monsters all the way through to. It's like he's doing a how-to video for it, something he's not good at. Hashtag the lesson. Which I think is something that really happens. There's tons of people who are like doing how-to videos about shit they're not successful at. Or the life hacks. Fucking check out, before you try any life hack you see online, just dig a little deeper. If you're going to like look up a guy who's, I'm going to show you how to trim your beard, and he's like 22 years old maybe uh don't follow that guy's advice unless his fucking hair looks fabulous and then maybe go for it nobody's hair is the same man (laughs) (laughs) i don't know the internet teaches me how to tie my tie every time i need it that's true i could teach you how to tie your shoes in a way that will blow your mind (laughs) well no funny story apparently i do it wrong several people are like who the fuck taught you how to tie your shoes do you do the like flip flip and then just like no i don't Oh, I I do something really weird. We'll have to compare how we tie shoes later. <laughs> oh, yay! yay. <laughs> what a good time. <laughs> but then I like because the app had shut down, he gets a go-go. The a go-go. other yeah, app. Yeah, he uses another rideshare app. Well, wait, that's after the comedy club though. Clearly got his gun and walked to the comedy club or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he wrecks the fucking car, but he's still going to Jesse's comedy show. Then as he starts to become jealous. You can see the evil coming. Yeah. And he's like, no, wait, I can I can get Jesse and that'll help my cause, you know. Yeah, and that was a way of that'll help the cause. Yeah, and the things he was watching where he was like, so inconsistent and stuff. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to fucking That was when like, I was like, you don't know what you're fucking doing, man. You know, what are we on? Episode 13 or something like that i mean yeah it's like 13 or 14 i'm not gonna start making videos about how to make a podcast and it's so much work as it is that like (laughs) if i didn't enjoy doing this with you i would not do it so there's no other reason to do anything in life other than if you're if you like doing it you should do it and try to try to make that your thing don't act like you're a fucking expert on something to no. somebody who is just killing it out and, there. And throughout this whole movie, Kurt is just missing the fucking mark. It's just something that he doesn't have the flair for. And at that point, if you haven't even gotten lucky, if you're trying that hard to go viral and you haven't gotten one slipped in there out to of To be years, fair, though, way less charismatic and piece of shit people are way successful at doing shit like that. Well, I mean, but like can you Bobby contribute... Fucking- <laughs> Bobby Basecamp. Yeah, I mean, one of the first internet things that I saw back in the day was uh, Bum Hunters. You oh, remember that? Yeah, that was awful. That was real life, though. Yeah, like, so I mean, you like know, bum fights. Is that what you're talking bum about? Bum fights. Yeah, oh, my bad. Yeah, that Jesus was Christ. Up. Yeah, bum fights. Yeah. God, what did I just call well, it? What's crazy is our threshold for fucked up. How hmm. much it's changed since fucking bum fights. It was, you bum, know? yeah, because like went- that was fucked up and it made me sad uh-huh. back then. But now the shit that goes on that seems pedestrian. On the what internet. do you think about the fucking social media videos of people? Okay, random acts of kindness that aren't so random, and you're videoing the whole thing and posting it. 
Is that really virtue signaling on a, like that kind of level is really weird to me. Virtue si- is that sounds good. That's that, like that's, really fucking official. Is that what that that's is? That's the term for it. <laughs> yeah, that's the Why have I never heard that, that before? Well, that's like when you're you're like, oh, look, I just gave this guy a dollar. And you like post a thing on the yeah, internet. Yeah, you got like, your fucking camera look and you're like, like yeah, hey, it's, look at it's what something a lot of white women do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or guys who want like 500K views. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are you really, you know, committing that selfless act if you're sitting there fucking holding the phone right here? I mean, there's a term for it. So I hate it. I, I fucking I I really don't like it. You know, because neither of us are super big social media people. I mean, I made vines, but I, that felt like an artistic <laughs> endeavor at the Mario! time. Like I was making really <laughs> weird fucking six second long videos, and uh, not a lot of people found them. And then the the app went away. And but look, I, I know a lot of care. people who loved them. <laughs> I know it's really weird too, because it was just like something I was doing for me. <laughs> And, like, I had a lot of people watching them. Oh, I thought they were amazing. But, yeah, every now and then, like, it's usually people who know you or so. Like, I'll go to a party at your house or something and be like, why don't you make those stuff like that on Instagram or something? Like, Didn't you even get fucking Ethan Embry to respond that one yeah, time? Yeah, Ethan Embry did think that one of them was great. My Hollywood <laughs> was making twin. him, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a good guy. Love that guy. I do love Ethan Embry. With the hair, sometimes wear shirts. Kelly was watching, uh, was it? Gracie and Frankie. Oh, the Grace and Frankie. Lily Tomlin one. Yeah, yeah. I always say the name wrong. She gets mad at me. <laughs> I love Lily Tomlin. Is it Grace and that, Frankie? Yeah, it's Grace and Frank. Grace and Frankie. Yeah. And uh, Gracie and Frank? <laughs> <laughs> that would be your show. <laughs> but Ethan Embry is one of their sons. Oh, get the fuck out. Yeah, in the show. The last thing I saw him in was he was in Walking Dead for a hot second. He was in there for a I couple remember episodes. seeing I I need I'm going to go back and watch Walking Dead. I was Dead like now. god damn it he's so much healthier than me. I stopped around uh, the time they like locked Negan up like the post full on Negan season. Yeah, we got just through the whispers. Yeah, and then I stopped watching oh, it. We didn't even get through the whispers. But Sorry. Now that it's done, I'll, I'm going to finish it. Is that last the last season is not on Netflix yet well, though, It was the it? same thing with uh, the reason I stopped watching that was the same reason I stopped reading the comic book was it was what you said about Umbrella Academy. Where's it fucking end? Yeah. When is it going to fucking end? We were diehard fans. Like, are they going to cure the zombies? Yeah. No. We were diehard fans. We even went to that the Walker Stalker Con in Portland. But man, I stopped reading that comic book because I was like, fucking, you can't finish the story, Kirkman. It was great. And then that's, not everything needs a universe. There doesn't need no. to be a fucking universe for everything that's out there. That's, things don't need sequels all the time. They don't need whole no for and extended. with walking dead there was fear of the walking dead then there's this new one with like the fucking adolescents pre whatever the fuck the younger people and then what there's so, what happened to the three andrew lincoln movies yeah. is that just not a fucking thing it's out now? of control and i don't like that they call the mcu the mcu because that's where commissioner gordon works <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most nerdy things i've ever said <laughs> and fucking harvey dent was a black man Harvey Dent was Lando Calrissian. <laughs> no, I used to game with somebody. No, I used to game with somebody who fucking hated so much that, you know, when it went back to, you know, they were like, Harvey Dent's a fucking black man. And I was like, no, man, I like, I feel you. Like, but no, like, not to them. I'm so sorry they fucked that. To me, Two Face is the Two Face in the comic book. Oh, we're getting so far off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, sorry. Let's get to some of these bad reviews. Before we run out of okay, time. Okay, so by the way, did you like the movie? I loved this fucking movie. I was down. I was down. For got- the same reasons I liked Assassination Nation. Same kind of thing, a yeah. little more fun. Again, I'm not promoting this violence, but from a fictional standpoint, 
it fucking made me excited. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Well, he like, looked like he was having fun doing it. And, and I mean, just the gory scenes, what I called the the three Instabots. Dude, what, what he pins them in a sunroof and sticks the junkyard dogs on them while they're pinned. What was weird about this was I, I thought while somebody goes on a, like snaps and goes on a killing spree, mm-hmm. they lose all their abandon. You know, like they're just mm-hmm. like, fuck it all. But this guy cares a lot. And I thought that was really interesting. He doesn't want to let go. And then when he goes to the the comedy show and she she fucking is like, I was like, fuck this dude. And then she was like, and then I realized that that guy's me. Mm -hmm. Like the thing I didn't like about it was seeing myself reflected in this desperation. And he wells up in tears and then watching the string of comments where they're like, you're a pussy. (laughs) Like, (laughs) So wait, before... Were we going to jump back to the very end? Oh, when she fucking starts chasing him around in that car. <laughs> was so funny. And then she I was gets like, holy shit, just drive away. What was that last one? Like, do a selfie with him? But While she's like, dead. Panic- oh, that was really funny. I fucking loved it because she looks and she's like, okay. Yeah, because that's when you find out like he killed his mom in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they even did the clip back to it. And the first time I didn't catch that, oh, fuck, he killed his mom. When I saw the mom on the floor, I was like, oh, fuck, she hit his mom. Oh, when she went through the fucking house, and then nah. I was like, "Wait, that lady looks no, like she's been dead a while." Rewind all the way back to the beginning when he comes out of the house, he's out of breath, and he throws the necklace over the mirror at, immediately after he kills her at the beginning. Oh, did yeah, you not I didn't see catch that? that okay. part now. So, but at the very end, her whole thing at the comedy show was, "I'm fucking done with social media. I met this kid. He decides not to kill her because of her speech." Oh yeah, and then she's like, "Fuck it." <laughs> and then at the end, though, when she's killed him, they're like, "Do a selfie," and they fucking tip, and she's like, oh, "Okay." But then, uh, and then she blows up though, right? Yeah. So is that is that our lesson? Is that really the lesson? That's what I wanted to ask you. And that's I wasn't trying to do the complete rundown. Just was was that part of the broader lesson? I don't know. I I feel that's a uh, as far as like when I'm writing something. Uh-huh. Uh The best piece of writing advice I ever got was put things in that you think could could possibly contribute. And then other people will put it all together on their own. You are as much a part of a story as the person who wrote it. Because once you write something, it's not yours anymore. You're not going to be there to explain what I meant by this and stuff like that. So very much when people were mad about uh, J.K. Rowling for saying stuff and being a, you know, turf or whatever, which is as much as, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get into that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The way you saw a story you read is as much the story as whatever they meant when they wrote it. So whatever they meant when they wrote it, if you took it a different way. So I don't think the lesson necessarily was anything other than I don't I I think it might have just been as simple as he was making how to videos. Things got a little carried away. I got a little carried away. <laughs> how okay. do it? I just wanted to ask. I mean, I thought it was, you know, I just thought it was interesting how she made that bold statement. I thought that was, you know, that's going to be the drive behind her, you know, and then. Bad reviews of this movie. Uh, One of them is uh, the film is repetitive and blank. Little of interest to say about social media, modern life, or even loneliness. Two stars out of five. Wrong. This, this movie wasn't boring. It wasn't repetitive. What the fuck did he yeah, watch? And I only ever, like, anytime I'm, I read you He a, read the fucking, synop- like, he read the description and then fucking watched 20 this, fucking minutes. And this is the order of uh, appearance of bad reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. So his was the top bad Like the review. top? Yeah. The, and I only will read you professional reviewers, which, because people's reviews, I actually will take those into account. Because they're just people. 
unless they wrote like 10 paragraphs. This one's from Bloody Disgusting. Brie feels like an extended episode of Black Mirror, one that begins a delightful comedy full of gonzo energy that reveals in bloodshed but stretches out too long. We've received this message before and it ultimately feels empty. Uh, like I said last time, there are only so many thing, ideas that humanity is going to have in its time on this planet before yeah, the and, um, planet a, shrugs us off. As a found footage expert, I must say that's fucking complete horseshit. Because like you just said, there's only so many things you can do. And the fact that they combined this with fucking rideshare with social media. Yeah. Come on. Name another one of those. None. And <laughs> not everything has to fucking say something. No. You, know? he, you he can did skip. a great fucking job. His acting in that fucking movie was fantastic. He did a great fucking job. Ten tiers above playing Steve on Stranger Things. Let me make a fucking relevant reference. Mm -hmm. Something that you can associate with. And the it's reason I put that one second, too, that one was a little further down the list, but I expect more from Bloody Disgusting because I like your publication. Yeah, and I mean, this, this is, is not just, a good review. Of this, this is somebody movie. reaching, trying to fucking. Yeah. And, and the next one I, I'm done from a, one. a woman whose name I can't pronounce. Increasingly repetitive. The satire isn't as hard hitting as it should be. How should it be? Uh, and the fact that Kurt's main targets are women of color is uncomfortably <laughs> unexamined, wow. even as Sashir wow. Zamata <laughs> makes for an awesome wow. nemesis, a missed opportunity. Did this woman fucking watch the movie? Because he doesn't target another person of color or woman of color for the entire fucking movie. Uno. And he may have killed... Uh, well, he, did he... What happened to Uno, though? I kind of Uno had the gun. <laughs> well, wait, but oh, well, he I'm, got the gun back. Uno so... dropped the gun in the panic. Yeah, apparently. he may have killed Uno. You're right. But uh, the cops probably killed Uno. You're right, probably. Yeah, she did shoot a cop. Yeah, yeah. She fucking shot a cop in the head. In any case, they got her out of the car. No, um, increasing or repetitive disagree. Satire isn't as hard hitting. The okay. fact that Kurt's main targets are women of color is uncomfortably are... unexamined. Well, no. that's because that's not something worth examining in this fucking movie because it's not true. Also. The only woman of color isn't ever his target. And then once he does go after her, he changes his mind. Yeah. Because she hits him right in the fucking heart, man. Yeah. And but then so, I mean, he does flip flop. If anything, this seemed empowering of that rather than. No, that's it, a horrible fucking review because. Yeah. And again, these are all the top negative professional reviews. Kind of what we're saying with this podcast. You can't read reviews. You got to watch movies. Yeah, just watch the fucking just, movie. Just, you know, be sitting there and be like, I'm going to watch The Voyeurs because I, I want to see an erotic thriller. <laughs> and you might not like it, but when you criticize it, make sure that it makes sense. If you're going to critique it, like, make sure that you have some If it's fucking... your job and you're getting paid to do that, because we're not, we're not getting paid to do this, but we really like movies and we like watching them and talking about them with each other. No, and just, you know... In and case... I'm not saying this to slam anyone or anything like that. If you have a career as a professional reviewer, like, you hit gold and you should do better than this. And that's yeah. what I think. So we're going to do so The next, Mist. Yeah, next time we're going to watch The Mist. I haven't seen it since it came out. Yeah. I didn't see it in the theater. I watched it. when I think I, read, oh, I was working at the video store when that came out. So that is when I'd like to see how it held up over the years. So. Yeah. Aaron Eckhart was amazing. <laughs> Thomas Jane. Tom Jane. The better Aaron Eckhart. Thomas Jane makes better decisions than Aaron Eckhart. Uh, yeah, it's... Aaron Eckhart has done far too many not good movies. And Thomas Jane has done so many sleepers, you know, that were just really great. And he he's done a lot of Netflix movies that are 
Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, you know. He likes Stephen King. If you like Stephen King, we can be All friends. the times we've talked about it, really, really thinking about it, even though Aaron Eckhart's like winning, I think, in the long game, you know. In the money game, maybe. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But Thomas Jane has made the better movies. Thomas Jane has made the better movies. He's yeah. made the better movies. He's a better actor. Hands down. I think I'm at the point where I could say hands down. I mean, Tom Jane is Miller from The Expanse. And mm-hmm. Miller is one of my favorite characters in books, movies, television, anything of all time. I love fucking Detective So Miller. the first background extra thing that I did, I was on a football field with Aaron Eckhart. So I've, I've been in the presence of the man. Didn't talk to him or anything. Oh, I've yeah. been close. Watched him throw the football, talk to some other people. How do you smell? Didn't get close enough to sniff, but it was very hot. It was May in Texas on a football field. Probably amazing anyway, because he looks like one of those guys. Just uh, He just smells good. Do you think he puts like brute on his gooch? Oh, for sure. <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.